Welcome to another edition of Glover's Update. For all the latest news from Hewish Park. Including the manager's press conference and all the post-match interviews. Lover's update for all the latest news on the Oval Town. Someone you could lend a hand in return for grace. It's a beautiful day. Skyfalls, you feel it's a beautiful day. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Glover's Update. On the show tonight we've got manager Mark Cooper after the disappointing 2-1 defeat at Torquay United in the FA Trophy and new sign-in Duncan Eidhan. But we'll start with manager Mark Cooper. Mark, it ends in defeat here at Plainmore, uh, 2-1 defeat in the end in the FA Trophy. What are your first thoughts of the 90 minutes? Uh, tough conditions, tough game. Um, Congratulations to Torquay, they probably deserve to win the game. Um, we finished really strongly. Um, so yeah, the, the big bonus today is we managed to to not pick any more injuries up and rest three or four really key players. I mean, it, the lineup sort of said the story itself. You, you wanted to rest a few players, and it's an opportunity to do that with the league in, in mind. I mean, mm. was you know, were you hoping that? You know, it's a good opportunity for them to get, get rest, really. Yeah, of course. And I, we can't dress it up as the reason we lost was because um, we put some players in that haven't been playing. Uh, we can't dress it up as that. We just, we weren't, um, structure wasn't right at the team today. Um, first goal was a free kick to us on the edge of our box and in two passes into the back of our net. And um, second goal was a throw-in. They have two passes and it's a shot from distance in the back of our net. So... However you dress it up structurally, organisation-wise, in the middle of the pitch, we weren't right today. And, and that's why we've lost the game. Nothing to do with the boys that came in the team. Both goals coming from sort of the start of each half, really, a few minutes in. I mean, was that down to sort of the minutes they, the players have had or the changes? That no, that was just the structure of the team. We didn't organise. So it's the first one's a free kick to us. We take an horrendous delivery and they break on us and score in two passes. And the second one's a throw-in in their half. Uh, in our half, they have two passes and get shot from distance. So that was just lack of organisation in the middle of the pitch. And um, that's fundamentally why we lost the game. But good luck to Gary and the team. It's OK, they, they deserve to win. We got a massive game on Tuesday at Chippenham. First sight of seeing Duncan in the side, um, how do you feel like he played? I think the first 20 minutes was difficult because we, we weren't... Um, we weren't compact enough, but after that, I thought it was very, very good. Second half, I thought it was outstanding. And you go into Tuesday's game now. It's, you know, you said it yourself as a big league game, and you can now focus on that. The trophy sort of out the way now. I mean, what are your thoughts going into that game now? Looking forward to it. We get, we, you know, we we've got through today with, you know, resting some really influential players today. Morgs, um, um, Michael Smith, Frank to an extent, Murphy. Charlie Cooper's now back fit, and um, so now we, we go into that really strong. Brilliant, thanks, Mark. Thank you very much.
Now here's new sign-in Duncan Eidhan. First of all, welcome to Yeovil. I mean, a, a frustrating one to come into with a two-on defeat here at Torquay. But uh, what are your first thoughts of the 90 minutes with the lads? Yes, I think it's great to be honest. Um, the lads play the same type of football that we play at Bristol. Pass, pass, pass. Um, but yes, it's good. I just want to come here, defend, keep clean sheets, and keep the run going that they've been on. Keep, keep wins. Yeah, of course. I mean, it was a frustrating one a few minutes in to, to, to concede so early on. I mean, was it a case of trying to react quickly? I mean, I know you were trying to get used to like your surroundings. Obviously, first game with the club. Yeah, I think it was two poor goals. Um, yeah, it was really two poor goals. Could blame changes, but I think as a team, we just needed to switch on and wake up. But yeah, it was just two two poor goals. But I think we tried to react, and I think we did. But it was kind of too late. I mean, how has it been sort of coming in? Obviously, you came in late in the week um, following Tuesday's game, and sort of how's it been getting involved and getting with the lad, like getting in with the lads? Yeah, they're a really good bunch of lads, to be honest. They really welcome me in and they really showed me how the team plays, so it was very good. Yeah, of course, and you have been on a fantastic run, obviously that, that unbeaten run's finished, but we've still got the league run, I mean, are you looking forward to getting down and getting down to business in the league? Yeah, of course, of course, I try to contribute the best I can for this team, just help them get the promotion that they need and want, and they deserve to be honest. Yeah, of course, I mean, it was claimed as your goal at the end now, on some, some um, streams, I mean, what, was that your goal? Or, did you get a touch of that? To be honest, I don't really know. To be honest, I'll just make sure that I look like I was just there to put pressure on them. So my goal, my goal, it did. So I can't speak any goal. No, of course. Yeah. And a good travelling crowd. I mean, you haven't played at Hewish Park yet. I mean, hopefully in a few weeks' time you will do. I mean, are you looking forward to getting in front oh, of yeah. that crowd? Of course, yeah, I am. Of course, I'm looking forward to playing competitive arenas and stuff like that. So. And a few few teammates you've had in the past, you, you know, sort of a trainer you've got Will Buse, uh, Josh Owers, Zach Bell as well. I mean, is it nice that you've got those that you can sort of get into the group with? Oh yeah, of course. I think that makes it a lot easier for me as well, just integrating into the group to be honest, because um, I have a lot of teammates, four ex-teammates and teammates now at Bristol. So yeah, it's just good to welcome me in as well. Brilliant. Thanks, Duncan. Right, well, now it's time to catch up with the manager again following the 1-1 draw up at Chippenham. And here's Mark Cooper. Mark, it's a frustrating one this evening. I mean, it ends 1-1 here against Chippenham. I mean, what are your first thoughts of the 90 minutes? It's a point. You know, it's a point. We're, um, we're a point closer to what we need to do. Um, listen, it's not always going to be plain sailing. and We win every game. We've... We've put ourselves in a position to win. We haven't quite managed to see it out. Really poor decision uh, in the middle of the pitch or wide leads to them getting a chance at our goal when we should have been really out of sight with the chances they've had. Their keepers made some unbelievable saves, um, and we should be we should be clear really. Um, but like I say, nothing's nobody's going to make it easy. Sometimes you have to take the point and move on. Yeah, I mean, it looked like they sort of turned up with a game plan. They sort of didn't give you too much of the too much time on the ball they was trying to get you um, sort of on the break I mean did you feel that was the case they played really deep you know they played really deep uh, narrow deep um, but we still had really really good chances first minute got one we should score right after half time we should score keepers made three or four incredible saves but we shouldn't even give the keeper a chance in my opinion but we've been really good we've scored loads of goals and sometimes it's that's football it's lady luck doesn't shine on you and you know on another night we could have lost but you see the other results around us and we're in a better position than we were when we started yeah I mean you, you mentioned Will Henry there I mean he's had a, a few saves to make there but you, do you feel like you should have done a bit better and been a bit more clinical yeah when, 100%. When goal? yeah 
with the strikers we've got, we should be comfortably winning that game. But we still won a lot with, with seconds to go. We should we, we should see that through with our experience. I mean, you, you said a few weeks back at 0-0, don't not panic. That you're always going to get that chance. And that chance did come with Jake Hyde getting getting a goal. I mean. You must be delighted with him coming off the bench and making an impact again. Of course, you know if you know we we've got a selection of strikers and they've all their job is to put the ball in the back of the net and tonight it was Heidi and um, it seemed like the right move to to, to make the subs we did. Um, Sonny Blue has been really good. He's played so many games without a break and was starting to look a bit tired. We didn't want him to pull anything. Um, Dorsey got a horrendous tackle against him, should be a red card. Um, and and Sonny Cox um, put a right shift in down the side, so yeah, we have to we have to use the subs that we got. Coming on was Charlie Cooper. I mean, the first time since back, being back from injury. I mean, it's great to have him back in in the mix again. Yeah, it just adds adds quality to a to a, an already good group. Hopefully, he's come through that okay and uh, see how he reacts. With it. He had a nasty uh, little knee injury there, so. Uh, Dorsey's got, it's looked like he's been bitten by a shark from his groin down to his foot. Tackle was that high, but um, we'll dust them down and, uh, and get ready for Saturday. I mean, a great travelling support this evening, but I mean, they will leave with a bit, a bit of a sickener, isn't it, really, when it's that late? But they've seen their team not beat, get beat again, and we're nine points clear at the top of the league, so I'm sure, a certain, certain degree, they'll be happy. But a great following, and, uh, and we really appreciate it. Brilliant. Thanks, Mark. Thank you. That was a slightly disappointed manager, Mark Cooper, after the 1-1 draw at Chippenham. Now here's goal scorer Jake Hyde. Get a goal, but uh, must be a frustrating way to finish that, and it ends 1-1 here. Yeah, yeah, it is. Um, we've set our own high standards this year, and, and, and going one in front five minutes to go we expect to see out the game so it is a it is a frustrating one but sometimes you're going to get nights like that it's not always going to be you're not always going to have it your own way it's not always going to be easy um, we know this is a tough place to come but yeah once we go one ahead it's, it's a disappointing one only because of our own high standards yeah of course i mean you're getting sort of the sort of more of a super sub now i mean probably not something you want to uh yeah. have to your name but it seems to be the case this season so far uh, I mean I'm ready whenever so yeah I've been used a lot from the bench at the minute but if I start games and, and I get the opportunity from the beginning then I'll do the same I'll put myself about I'll put myself in goal scoring opportunities so um, yeah it's not something that I, I want sticking about but um, as long as I'm contributing on the pitch when I get however many minutes I am then then brilliant because that's going to drive the squad forward. When you come on at 0-0, I mean the pressure says try and get that goal and try and make the difference. I mean you must be delighted that you're the one that, that gets on the end there with you know Will Henry in the Chippenham goal was, was really frustrating the forwards there in the first half and yeah, the second. Yeah, exactly that. We, we had opportunities before that. We've um, keepers made some loaded saves so you keep sort of knocking on the door and a chance will come and as I say tonight it fell to me and I put it away. Yeah, of course. I mean, the win streak comes to an end. I mean, what, what's the mood like in the change room after that? Do you feel determined to go <laughs> on? You, you know, what, what's it like? Yeah, absolutely. I think that we'll uh, we'll get back in uh, Thursday morning. We'll assess. We'll have a little look what um, needs tweaking, and, and we'll we'll go again. But it's an opportunity now to build again. I mean, what's to say that we can't go on a better run this time? So there's still so much football to be played. There's still so much we don't by any chance think that um, uh, that that's, that's our best run done. We know we're still improving all the time and 
and what's to say we can't go on another run and, and surpass that last run. It's, um, this season's about professionalism and about um, putting our plan together and, and we're starting to do that and we're looking um, more and more impressive each week in my opinion. We're working together as a team so that, that doesn't change. One bad result doesn't change you as a team. We need to go forward and we need to continue and, and we need to push on again. Yeah, of course. I mean, a great travelling support again. I mean, you managed to get, yeah, give them something to cheer about. Um, yeah. Not quite something to hold on to in no, the end, yeah, but yeah. I mean, great travelling support. Fantastic. Always, always. It makes such a big difference, honestly. When you're when you need a goal, shooting towards them, um, knowing they're behind you. Um, I hear a couple of them all the time. You should, you're trying to concentrate on the game, your head's in the game, but you can't help but hear talking to you all the time, giving you encouragement. It doesn't half help. It is brilliant. So I'm very thankful for it. And uh, and uh, and yeah, we'll, we'll go again Saturday and hopefully there's a similar travelling support. Brilliant. Cheers, Jake. No problem, mate. Well, that was Jake Hyde after the 1-1 draw at Chippenham. And now it's time to catch up with the manager's press conference. And also we've got another guest for you in the shape of Joe Day. So we'll start. Joe, yeah. first I will get the big question out of the way. First of all, how's the head feeling? Yeah, much better, thank you. Yeah, it's um, well and truly on the mend and uh, yeah, hopefully something won't have to go through again. Thankful to not be playing with the, the cap anymore. I'm yeah, 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 thankful that it's, it's healing well and yeah, like I say, on the mend. No more cap. <laughs> How are the lads feeling after Tuesday night in terms of being so close to picking up another three points? Yeah, I think it's it's ultimately frustrating because we want to win every game. But, you know, being realistic, um, maybe we're not going to be at our most fluid best every single game. Um, so I think to to be below par but, and still come away with a point away from home, we just got to take the point and, and make sure we turn it into a good point with a win Saturday. Talking about defence going forward, I know the last time you and I chatted, you said it was so important to have that defence and keeping it sturdy. You've obviously had some changes recently. Zach's gone back to Bristol City and you've replaced him with another Bristol City player. What's that change ever been like in the last week or so? Um, I think Dunk's come in well. Um, you know, he's, he's, he's stepped into a sh what was a strong partnership between two, between Mons and, and Morgs. So to come in um, is, is difficult for him as a young lad, but I think he's done done himself justice. Um, but it is tough. It is um, whenever you change uh, the back line, um, there's going to be a level of adaptation to to go on. Um, but no, I think it's been a bit frustrating not not to keep that continuity. But it's it's something we have to deal with, and ultimately over the course of a season, you've got to deal with these things. Welling, a club that seems to be quite hard to read from what I've looked from the research I've done into them. Although they're sitting quite low down on the table, and they haven't picked up a huge amount of points. They don't look like an easy side to play against. I think you could probably say that for most teams in the, in this division. And I don't think anyone is going to be is ultimately easy to play against. Um, most of the teams we've come up against so far, they make the game, you know, difficult. They make um, they make them hard, make themselves hard to break down. I felt that definitely at Tuesday against Chippenham. I thought, to be fair to Chippenham, they they defended well behind the ball. Got got their their you know eleven behind the ball and defended their their half quite well. Um, but we've got to overcome that. We've got to come to expect that when you're top of the table, uh, teams are going to want to you know get results against you. Now, if that means they're going to sit in and be hard to break down, then that's up to us to overcome that. Were you frustrated to break the winning run, or does it not really play on your mind? You just still, under, I guess you're still unbeaten, aren't you? That old stretch. Yeah, listen, um, everyone wants to win every game and keep the the winning run going for the rest of the season. But you know, 
we're still unbeaten and ultimately as long as you know we, we are at where we want to be at the end of the season no one's going to worry about the runs it's, it's all about you know being at the right part of the table and you know the old cliches come out when you get to this point I think of the season and you're doing well you just got to take each game as it comes and, and try and win as many games as you can. As a keeper how do you measure success in your own personal goals for over the course of a season? Um, it's it's not it's not any one measurement. I don't think I don't think you can come in and say, oh, I want to get X amount of clean sheets or or concede X amount of goals throughout the rest of the season. It's um, it's sort of I like to think of it as a team team goals anyway, because um, it takes a whole team to get a clean sheet. You know, um, so um, ultimately measuring the success as a goalkeeper, it's it's on performance levels. It's on how have we as a unit defended the box that game. Things like that, rather than going, oh, I want this many clean sheets. Everyone, everyone in the team wants a clean sheet, not just me. So I think as long as we do our job as a unit, I'm happy. And will you be thankful to not have a midweek game next week? I think we all will, just because it's been quite a hectic schedule, a bit of travelling involved. Um, so yeah, it'd be nice to have a free week and, and prep for that that game that weekend. That weekend, we'll discuss next week. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Thanks, Jack. I'm Eddie from uh, Free Palace Radio. Oh, Eddie. We haven't met yet. Okay. We have now. <laughs> yeah. um, I don't want to go over old stuff again, but I'm going to. I can't get over this, this spider incident, right? I mean, <laughs> where did it happen for a start? So I just woke up. Bed or sort of yeah, I believe so. I woke up um, on on a Wednesday morning and I had a, a bite on the side of my head, which I didn't think too much of, to, to be honest with you, at the time. Yeah. Um, and it just sort of progressively over a few days got worse and worse um, until it got to a point where I had to take myself into hospital with it because it got so swollen yeah. and painful. Yeah, it was painful, was it? Very. Yeah. Uh -huh. Yeah. But I mean, did you know that there was a spider? Because I didn't. I thought we didn't have any venomous spiders in this country. Well, it's um, it's a, the doctor that saw saw me said it had all the, um, most likely a false widow spider bite. Yeah. Um, and it was either just a reaction from the bite itself or externally got infected that made it react so badly. So, uh, so we'll never know. Yeah, no, <laughs> Hopefully so. it never happens again. Yeah, so yeah. do you sleep with a net over your head now? <laughs> <laughs> no. That's no. <laughs> no. where the temptation's there, though. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. No, it's a nasty experience, really. Yeah, yeah, like you say, a freak incident. And, uh, I hope it doesn't happen to me or anyone else. Yeah, quite. Um, but back to the football. Um, Obviously, um, having all those home games, as we did back along, it was inevitable we were going to get all these away games just to sort of marry it up. But it's certainly, it's certainly hard going, I would imagine, with all these away games, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's part and parcel of, of uh, any football season, though. So I think you just got to take it, take it in your stride, the travel. I mean, the staff here are great. They know how to look after us um, with all the travelling with away games. Um, so yeah, it's, it's it's a case of keeping everyone as fresh and fit as possible. Yeah, quite, quite. But I mean, since you've come in, I mean, you know, you've had a lot of clean sheets. The team's done extremely well. That must be very pleasing from your own personal point of view. Yeah, of course it is. You know, I wanted to come here and, and be part of a successful team, and, and you know, and it's so far for me, it's it's working out that way. Um, and yeah, like you say, I'm, I'm enjoying it, and uh, hopefully some more clean sheets along the way. Yeah. Um, more than. More than we've currently got. I like this. You know, I, th I think I've said before. I want to keep more clean sheets. Um, so yeah, there's been a few games where we should have had clean sheets, haven't quite got there. Um, 
But no, it's just good to come in and be part of a, su a successful team and I'm really enjoying it. Do you notice very much difference between Newport, style of play, level of play in that division and here? Do you mean more like the standards of the yeah, league yeah, yeah, rather yeah, than I style mean, of play? Yeah. Um, no, I, listen, it's it's very hard to, to, to sort of figure out really where the standards are at. I think um, from my experience, the higher level you go, things are done quicker, tempos of games are pretty high, much get a little bit higher. And maybe you get punished more because the quality is a little bit better in, in the final thirds, if you like. But yeah, it's hard to gauge because for me personally, coming into this team here, um, it, it feels a level above the league, if, if you know mm. what I'm saying. Um, you know, the standards, the manager's set, the staff is set, and you know, and within the club, everything feels well, higher than the standard. You guys have set the standard as well to go yeah. with it, though, haven't you? Really? That's yeah, that's what I mean. That the you know the team's driving those standards as well, and um, yeah. yeah, we're in a good place. I just want to keep it going, um, you know, and we're all working very hard to make sure that that happens. Well, best of luck Saturday. Thank you very much. Keep it going. Clean yeah. sheet will be nice. It's yeah, nice absolutely. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Mark, had a few days to digest the uh, Tuesday night result. How are, you, how are you feeling looking back at it? Yeah, happy. We saw a point on the road. It's Said to the players after, if it's a, it's a really good point if we follow it up with with a win on Saturday. It's <laughs> we kind of knew it would this would come where you know we said to the players not everything is always going to be smooth and there's going to be adversity and it's we have to deal with that. It's nobody's going to lie down for us and and win every game. Um, we just got unlucky the other night. We missed so many chances. Um, and when you play a team that get everybody behind the ball really deep, you have to take them chances because they have to then have to come out and, and try and score. But we let them stay in the game. Um, and when it's 1-0, they always feel as though they have a chance and we let them off the up. There's a chat to Joe about um, solidity at the back. I know we've chatted about that before in terms of having the back ball that really works together. You've obviously had to make some changes recently with, with Zap going and obviously bringing in. Duncan now, how has that worked over the last few days? Has it gone quite smoothly? Yeah, fine. Duncan's done done fine in the games he's played. and th There is no problem with us defensively. I mean, the goal on Tuesday is a complete fluke. When you watch it back, it's that... I think if you tried to reenact that a hundred or a thousand times, you'd never be able to do it. Um... But we were really, really wasteful at the other end, at the other end of the pitch, whether that be the, the finish, the selection of pass to put somebody clean through on goal, or the cross. We were, we were really wasteful and a little bit sloppy. But we've been so good, we've scored the most goals. It happens to the best teams. Man City, Liverpool, they have days where it just doesn't feel right or go right for them. And the biggest thing is we got a point. Are you concerned that some people might get overcritical because they're so used to the winning side of things that actually when everything doesn't go to plan, it's not to overreact? Of course, but I think that's society today. I think it's everything now. Everybody wants everything now. Three points every game, ten goals. And, and that's just society with the, with the modern era, um, social media. You know, some of our fans got, uh, some of our players got stick the other night. I could hear a bit, I got a bit of stick the other night. And you're like, that just shows you that you're never ever going to please everybody because if you, if that's going to be the situ situation when you've won 
14 games, or won 10 league games on the trot, and you draw one, mm. and a couple of our players are getting stick, it's um, just tells you where it is. But we've, as a group, we're just we're happy with a point and move on. Trip to London, trip to Welling. Obviously, they're sitting fairly low in the table at the moment, but actually, having looked at their performances in more recent weeks, they don't look like an easy side to play against. They look quite physical. Like I say every week, full respect to, to Welling as a club. Like every team, they have their threats, which we're fully aware of. Um, obviously, Malachi Linton's playing for Taunton. They played against Welling the other night in the trophy. Um, and and he told us exactly what we thought. You know, they they have threats, and we will do or have done as much due diligence as we possibly can, and we'll fully respect that and try and negate their threats. But when we do what we do really well, we take some stopping. Matt's now made two hundred appearances for the club. What's he been like since you've come in? Well, I knew Matt before I come as a younger boy. I had him on loan at Forest Green. From Bournemouth, so I knew about Matt. He's he is um, technically very good, incredible athlete, um, and he's a he's a leader in the changing room. So he's a fantastic um, person and player to have around the club. Um, we're lucky to have players of that of that ilk at the football club, and it shows where we are as a club that we managed to keep him in the summer. Um, so. Yeah, hopefully there's another 200 from, from him to come. And looking ahead to Saturday, in terms of your squad, any knocks, bruises from Tuesday night? Uh, no. Um, uh, Jake Wannell is now fit. Okay. Jake Wannell's fit. He had a scan uh, yesterday. And uh, he's trained today. Hopefully he has no reaction tomorrow and he, he'll be good to go on Saturday. So... Um, that's a bonus for us because we thought it was going to be maybe four weeks, maybe. But um, he's back, so that gives us real strength in that department um, with us having Duncan as well. So, um, yeah, that's good news. Uh, everybody else came through OK. And looking ahead, you've got a week off, say a week off, you know, a week's break rather than a midweek game next week. Is that needed at the moment, <laughs> given the, the amount of fixtures you're planning through? That was needed to prepare to play against Wrexham, yeah. for certain. Um, <laughs> I don't look at their bits yet. I'm going to wait until we get Saturday out of the way, but we do a lot of work on the opposition, myself and, and the staff and the analysts, Sam. We, we do an awful lot of work. Um, I've got to admit, I'm not enjoying it. I'm not looking forward to watching Wrexham over the weekend, but they're a fantastic team. They've got some fantastic players that could probably, some of them still play in the Championship, certainly top of League One. What a transformation that club's had, and it's going to be. It's probably... I would say it's probably in the top six most difficult draws we could have got. But it's a great challenge for us and one we're, we're ready to embrace after the weekend. Mark, good luck for the weekend. Thank you very much. Inevitably, I was saying to Joe Day, um, when you get all these home games that you did have, you've got to marry them up with loads of away games. So I guess once you've got them out of the way, from your perspective, life will return to a certain semblance of, of order, you know, normality with a home away, home away sort of situation. Yeah, it's been strange. I'm not sure how the National League have let that happen where there's such a discrepancy in the amount of home games to away games. Mm. I think you've heard about the, the, the Farnborough man, uh, manager complaining about the distances that teams were travelling. Um, 
I watched Oldham play Barnet last night on a Tuesday night. Oldham and their fans have to travel to Barnet, having travelled to Woking on Saturday. And I'm sure there's enough northern southern teams that midweek that those teams are playing more local. I'm sure that can be organised. And like I say, Spencer at Farnborough was apoplectic that they had to have so many long journeys on a Tuesday night. So, um, listen, I'm not bothered where we play, home or away. Of course, we'd prefer to play at home, but we have to play the game, so... Well, I hope he doesn't go up to the National League. He's going to be in the right state there, isn't he? Yes. <laughs> but, um, but it was a game of, of, of sort of missed chances, really, wasn't it? And, and opportunities that were there for you to win it uh, didn't happen. But do you think that, that the way the game went and the way some of these teams are coming to play now is is, is getting your team far used to it? I mean, it, you know, to win all those games on the trot like that is, is wonderful and everybody loved it. But, you know, you can't expect to go constantly doing it, it's got to be a break and it's happened now, I mean is it sort of a, almost a sort of sense of relief, we haven't got to worry about this run anymore, we just no. keep going now and playing all No, I, I think like Chippenham had everybody within 40 yards from their goal, Yeah. when we had the ball and they just stayed there and hoped that we'd be a bit sloppy and counter-attacked and they got lucky and we made a mistake at the top of the pitch we gave a really cheap ball away uh, when we didn't need to, when we were winning 1-0, um and they counter-attacked and got a fluke goal. Um, but when you play against teams like that, you have, when you get the chances, you have to punish them. Because mm. if you score two, they can't. While it's only one, they can sit in and hope for yeah. one counter-attack. If it's yeah. two, they have to come out. And it's just one of them nights we had where, you know, we had really good players that have done great for us, just miscontrolling the ball just before the shot or falling over or which would usually be goals for us. Um, that's football, it happens, and we've got to make, we don't get too uptight about it. And like I say, we had fans like the other night shouting abuse to a couple of our players after the game. It's incredible, but mm. that's the way it is. That's the way it is. Well, they're human at the end of the day. I mean, the players, not the, not the fans. But, yeah, uh, I know. understand that we have to entertain them, but I think we've royally, royally done that. Yeah. And I think... Players deserve a little bit better than that, maybe. Yeah, but um, I would agree with that. But, uh, but we march on. We got to keep going, and we want to go and win some more games. Charlie came on sub for right. twenty minutes. Yeah, so he's had a nasty little knee injury. Felt it a little bit at the end, but he should be okay to to play some part of the weekend. Good. Well, best of luck on Saturday. I hope you do well and uh, get the run going again. Yeah. Thank you very much. Well, that's it for this edition of Glover's Update. We'll be back with you next week. So until then, same time, same station, this is Three Valleys Radio.